0: super talk mississippi media production
1: taylor swift is coming to new orleans and margaritaville resort biloxi and super talk are giving away a free pair of tickets for your chance to win go register now at margaritaville resort biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from margaritaville and super talk 103.1
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert
3: here on super talk mississippi this show was previously recorded
0: Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Let, 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 let's do this. Three, two, one. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. It indeed is Thursday, April the 1st, a.k.a. Good Friday Eve. Good Friday Eve. Good one. It certainly is. And it is a day of gratitude here at Super Talk Mississippi. Listen somewhat to uh, Paul's show this morning. That was really good. And it's a good thing we're doing here, it? It's time to take a little rest, a little break, and recognize those who have comforted us and kept us moving along, especially over this past year with the whew, with the number of challenges beset upon us by the uh, pandemic. Unfortunately, there are many who wish for the pandemic to continue, it appears, indefinitely,
2: Still can't wrap my head around that.
4: I can't either. <clears throat> um, it's the old never let a crisis go to waste deal, isn't it? It is indeed. But here at Super Talk, we intend to recognize the many who have helped us through this debacle. And what a lineup we have today, Rhino. Uh, starting off with. My little daughter, I call her little, she's 31, but she's still my little daughter, of course. Alex, a Marie giver. The Marie, by the way, is, uh, was my mother's name. And so Alex's middle name is the same of my mother. Uh, and unfortunately, my mother passed away before Alex and Nick were born and how proud they or she would be of them today but after that we've got the man himself JT Williamson he is scheduled to join us and he'll uh, give us an update provide his thoughts on this day at the, at this point that's our schedule that's what we're hoping for if not we're going to try to get him at 11:53 we're we're kind of uh, accommodating his his needs and his situation, I think still over in Houston. So and then we've got Josh West, the co-owner of Delta Blue Jeans. We'll talk about how Delta Blue Jeans they retooled not to be confused with reimagine. They retooled their operation to make masks. Really a cool gesture there, and we're very successful at it. And then Colonel Randy Ginn of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety the uh, patrolmen and women, the, the troopers, how they have served the public over this past year and how they serve the state every single day with honor and distinction, with our safety being their paramount concern. And then the Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, he's going to come in and give us a little update on the legislative session. Uh, How does that align with his goals for the session? And then he'll also talk about, well, we'll certainly we'll ask him about what the plans are with this $1.8 billion coming our way from the federal government. It's just a money machine. They just print it like popcorn. It's coming our way. What are we going to do with all that money? Uh, Followed by, at 11.37... Mississippi National Guard COVID-19 Task Force Chaplain, Major Jason Bird from the Army Guard. And then from the Air Guard, Lieutenant Colonel Jeremy Parker. He's the Task Force Commander. It'll be interesting to have a discussion with uh, those two officers of the Guard about how the National Guard has also contributed and serviced to and in, in serviced our communities across the state of Mississippi when we need it the most. And, of course, the fine work they're doing with this vaccination rollout, it's, I think it's second to none in the country. And our friend, senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Summit, Mississippi, Larry LeBlanc, will lead us in a prayer for the state of Mississippi. That's coming up at 12.05. Cedric Burnside, excited about having Cedric on the program. He is a musician. He'll talk about his personal experiences over the past year and how music, touring, and that entire industry of entertainment really did change dramatically, and how we get back to normal. I'm ready to go so, to some concerts for sure. And then Stacy Pickering, the executive director of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. They've got something uh, coming up, the Operation Family Reunion and, which is a really cool deal. And then agency accomplishments that benefit our veterans, some of the legislation that uh, went through and passed for our veterans. And, and we'll discuss all things about the Veterans Affairs Agency with the head of the, uh, the executive director, Stacy Pickering. So it's an incredible day lined up for us. We're going to be busy. We're going to be talking to lots of folks, but it should be fun. I think we've got a just a a, a great uh lineup of uh, folks from a spectrum of our society from the clergy to the government to the the National Guard law enforcement really cool looking forward to it and it is as Jeff and Grenada says <clears throat> April Fools it's also opening day major league baseball
2: yeah I was uh I was sorely tempted to pay homage to an incident that happened about a decade ago now on the air. What's that? With a former colleague of ours, Cap'n. Okay. He uh, had a computer snafu around April Fool's. I don't think it actually happened on April Fool's. But he had a computer snafu to where the system only recognized one song that he could find, and that was the only song he could play for an entire show, in and out of breaks. And that one song... was the Prices Right theme song, <laughs> and I thought since today being Thursday, we usually do theme songs on Thursday, I might pay homage and just play that nonstop the whole day. Oh, gosh! But I was vetoed.
4: You were vetoed <laughs>
2: by by the powers that be.
4: Ah, the powers, <laughs> the the men and women behind the curtain. <laughs> they vetoed you. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain as the wizard said.
2: So you can either thank them for it or send your complaints to them?
4: Well, I I would thank them if we never played safety
5: dance.
4: <laughs> can we outlaw and veto that one? <laughs> What's the other one? Be happy? I don't know. What's the one I didn't like yesterday? I just need to figure the electric, out a way. The electric Avenue.
2: That's On it. the stream, whenever I do play safety dance, I need to get the people from the music video to dance across the mm-hmm. screen.
4: Yeah. If I could get that to work
2: out, it might
4: work. So uh, my son just texted in, big Nick Gibbert. He said, today is opening day, yep, for Major League Baseball, and my sister and dad are on the radio. What a day. Let's have a Thursday. Love you, too. That's from Nick. Thanks, Nick. Be careful. Oh, boy. You, I think they got a big tournament where he, uh, that he runs, the facility that he runs over in Vicksburg. A big tournament, right, Nick, coming up this weekend? Not playing on Easter Sunday, but I think Friday and Saturday. Hopefully, that uh, will be a fun time, and the weather looks like it's going to cooperate. So, uh, let's see. Oh, you got somebody says they need you to send them some info about some tickets. Working on it. Anyone? Yep. Appreciate that. So, think about what folks you are grateful for today on this day of gratitude. The folks here, to the hosts, certainly at Super Talk, we all produce little little videos, little short clips where we discussed what we are grateful for and I believe that was shared across the Super top social media platforms. But you gotta start for me with family. The family the most important thing in my life, and I would have to start with my parents. Neither one are present with us anymore. They are in heaven with the Lord, but Al and Marie Gibbert, uh, to whom I am incredibly grateful for for being their son and for their uh, their parenting and their loving and their their teaching, which is what parents should do, in my view. And they taught respect for all individuals and the value of hard work and being and being honest. And living a godly life of integrity and just understanding those principles and tenets and really instilling those in a child, I think, is the best thing we could do as parents. And so I'm grateful for that. I'll start with that and how that impacted me and how I think my success is, to a large degree, owed to them. So... Thank you, Mom and Dad in Heaven, for that. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. And we've got daughter Alex Marie Gibbert on the air in the studio. Stay with us. The JT show continues.
6: in Richland.
7: Here's John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company.
8: Common sense often seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it poppy he used to say? Boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for best advice he ever gave me and it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking, I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniper Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores tray after tray of diamonds every size shape and price range all at the guaranteed best prices in the state so come get the quality she deserves at a price you'll love it's just common sense juniker jewelry
7: company mississippi's direct diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and juniker com.
5: Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomininatruck.com.
9: Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years.
10: Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson area attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in
7: Missouri and Illinois only. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Barone's Tree Pros is your complete tree Tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baronis Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at BaronisTreePros.com. That's BaronistreePros.com.
9: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
3: 97.3. This show was previously recorded.
0: Now, 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 back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
11: Great news, everybody!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
11: Mississippi.
12: Welcome back, your dreams were your ticket, eye. welcome back, to that same old place that you laughed about, well the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around.
13: On the
4: spot. Welcome back to the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi and Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios on this Good Friday Eve. Indeed, it is. It's Holy Thursday. It's the Eve of Good Friday. It is Holy Week, and today it's Super Talk, and on the JT Show, it is a day of gratitude. And joining me in the studio now, the one, the only, my daughter. It's not funny. <laughs> Alex Marie Gibbard, a.k.a., in case you guys didn't know, Boo. Her name is Boo? Yep. And that, uh, I don't know where that came from, except it was like within a couple of hours after she was born uh, locally here. I don't know. I just, uh, uh, just this nickname came out. And uh, what I I do remember, so yesterday, Rhino, (laughs) you know, we talked about the CNN report that says you can't determine a child's gender when they're born. Right, yeah. Well... Back when Alex was born, I'll tell this story first. When she was born and you did the sonograms, they weren't as precise, you know, that sort of deal, as, as they are now. And, and so you didn't know what the gender was, <clears throat> excuse me, or they would sort of guess. It wasn't as definitive as it is today. And and so while I was in the birthing room there when when Alex was uh, coming about, the, uh, the nurses all said, Oh, all that head of hair, that's got to be a boy. <laughs> And and then uh, out comes Alex and uh, Dr. Stubblefield, as I recall, the OBGYN that uh, graciously and competently delivered Alex. I'm like wanting to know, well, what is it, you know, and he's busy <laughs> trying to do his thing. And I said, and I'm looking at him, he could tell I was curious about what the gender was. And so I remember this so vividly, he held up baby Alex, by the feet, you know, and said, oh, it's a girl, (laughs) after he looked. So I'm thinking that Dr. Stubblefield's not buying this CNN nonsense about (laughs) determining a child's uh, gender. All right, Alex, good morning. Thanks for coming in.
5: Morning. Thank you.
4: (laughs) So you are an English teacher Mm -hmm. at Ridgeland High School, part of the Madison County School District.
5: Mm -hmm. That's
4: right. And... What made you decide to be a teacher?
5: Oh, wow. Um, you remember at the old office that you used to have My those? Office? Yeah, you yeah. used to have those rooms with the dry erase boards. Yeah. Okay, I used to go in there after school sometimes, and Nick, I'd make Nick sit at a desk. and I That would, would
4: be your younger brother.
5: Yes. Uh, and I would teach him what I learned that day at school. Ah. And um, I remember trying to teach him cursive and all kinds of random things and I was in third grade learning cursive and he's in first grade. He's like, Alex, I don't really care. I don't want to do this. And, um, then as you know, I went on Ole Miss thinking I was going to do this broadcast, um, for sports. And I just decided, I just don't think my heart's in it. And you and I talked about it and I moved off to Austin and I was in sales. And the whole time I was doing sales, I just kept thinking, man, I'm not happy. This is not what I want to be doing. And, I moved home after a year, and I did the alternate route, got my license, and um, it's been my passion ever since. So,
4: so great, great story. I actually do remember you trying to uh, uh, sort of get Nick on board with the idea <laughs> of learning cursive writing from his older sister, but I think he was at that point not too worried about no, that. Probably. All right, so. What, is the, what has school been like over the past year during the pandemic? You guys have been in school since mm-hmm. August, right? Yes. Here in Madison County Schools. Mm-hmm. Are you going to school in person every day?
5: Yes. Uh, every well, day. there are some days, like, for example, Monday would typically be part of our Easter holiday but instead we're doing virtual learning. So the teachers will be in school providing direct instruction from their laptop um using Zoom and the students will be at their homes logging on to Zoom. We take attendance, we teach a full day's lesson and it's literally like they're in the classroom. Um during the ice storm we had a little while ago, yep. same thing, we did virtual learning. Um so there are some random days like that throughout the year where we do have virtual learning but Pretty much every day we're in person. Like Today is a half day, but we're in person today. So mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for that. So,
4: Do you miss your students when you're doing virtual? and not? Yeah, I know you miss them in the summer. You've told me that.
5: Yes, right? I do. Anytime we have a break, I worry about them, and I, I, um, I miss them a lot. They usually email me or something or message me on the Remind app. But, um, yeah, virtual is great because we still can get that instruction day in, but it's not as fun fun for me because i enjoy lots of open discussion and i'm kind of the crazy teacher that you know moves around the room walks around a lot and so to kind of be just stuck at this computer screen and they're not in and half the time you know you you don't know are they listening are they sleeping you know so it's just i don't know i um i like in person you build the relationships better that way um, I'm not a virtual teacher. There are some teachers that do teach two or three virtual classes, yeah. um, and that's a whole other ballgame. I was not asked to do that. I have six in-person classes. So I like it better, easier yeah. to build relationships.
4: So you've told me before that you often worry about some of your students who maybe don't have the best of, of life mm-hmm. outside of, of school and that to a great extent the school, the classroom, their their classmates – Uh, The teachers and you uh, sort of fill a void in their life and and really strive to to lead them, to guide them, Mm -hmm. to develop them. And you've even told me that there is, I think, at least one student that you often will call them Mm -hmm. uh, after hours, I guess, before school, and to try to just keep them... Mm-hmm. Motivated and, and keep them encouraged and keep them positive. Mm-hmm. T- tell me about that.
5: So um, they all are on my remind app. So I'm able to that's a district sanction. So I can't just call them on their cell phone. But um, Just to clarify. So yep. um, we communicate via reminder email. Um, but a lot of my students, for those of them that don't know, I'm Miss Gibbert. But Miss G is typically what they refer to me as. Some even call me mom or Mama G. Um, but I have a lot of students um several that i do not teach this year but i taught them in sixth grade and i taught them last year um that still come to my room every morning i give them a breakfast typically an orange or a nutrient bar and we do positive affirmations and we talk about we're gonna have a good day we're gonna be respectful we're gonna do all our work and um i tell them i love them and then they check in with me throughout the day um at the end of every class, I tell all my students the same thing. Have a good day. Be good. I love you all. And when I send them emails or messages in remind, I always finish it with I love you all. And I'm very big on letting them know that if no one has told you today that I have told you that I love you, and I sincerely mean it, and I believe that they believe that. So, um, And that's why they always come to my room, and I have to kick them out and get them to class on time. <laughs>
4: well, I, I've seen them interact with you. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's very positive. I, you know, I hope that all students are able to develop that sort of relationship with their teachers. But you truly do see your role is more than just instructing English content in a classroom.
5: Mm-hmm. Sure.
4: And don't do you believe that's more what the role of a teacher should be?
5: Um, I feel my job is to make them productive citizens, um, whether that's. They go off to be English scholars or they um, go work at Nissan or um, cosmetology. I have a lot of girls that are really into cosmetology. Some of them are even licensed. Um, I don't care what you do. Just be productive and be respectful and kind. And that starts with me. And that's why the first day we set the tone, I'm going to give you respect. You give me respect. I love you. Um, And I build that trust. And some of them it's tough to build the trust with. Yeah. um, But once you break that wall down i mean once you got it that's something that i cherish and i um i really take it to heart
4: do Do they ever come to you any of your students when when they've got something that's really bother them, bothering the them <laughs> where they're down about something and they sure. come to you for guidance and mm-hmm. In
5: counsel? Yeah, I feel like I'm a therapist. I should be getting paid extra to be a therapist. <laughs> um, in fact, I've had many people tell me that I should be a, a licensed therapist, so yeah. that's a career I should look into. Um, but yes, I feel that um, for a lot of my kiddos, I am that teacher. And again, that's something that I take to heart and I um, would never betray their trust on. Um, it is. Um, it's tough to hear some of their stuff especially you know sometimes they come to you just for boyfriend girlfriend advice silly things (laughs) um but some of the stuff they tell you about their home life is um it's heartbreaking so that i try to be that person for them that always has the ear
4: but the main thing is you let them know you love them and i know and i know they often respond and reciprocate. you know they love you
5: oh yeah i I have a student i can't say his name but when i say i love you he says i love you more just like that (laughs) he he has to get it out so and they'll yell it down the hallway so
4: alex love you too
5: i love you too dad
4: thanks for coming in
5: thank you for having me
4: we'll be back
14: morganstone.com
15: Dale.
4: Hey guys, I'm Michael
17: Clark with Ace Bolt Screw Company. We've been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands, of power tools and hand tools.
4: DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt.
19: The new degree of comfort.
20: This Good Friday broadcast on Supertalk, Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Enjoy your holiday weekend and come see us soon. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601 956
17: 1030. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the Range in Gluckstad. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self defense firearms in stock. We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must liked them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range.
21: T3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
22: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. The pandemic posed a lot of challenges for businesses, especially restaurants. Mississippi restaurant owner Robert St. John talked about that with Paul Gallo.
23: What I kept preaching to my people and I had to keep preaching to myself because sometimes I was was saying it and it was like, I don't know about this, we're going to make it through this thing. But, you know, I just kept saying we got to live in the solution.
22: The recent stimulus bill includes a $28.6 billion grant program for some restaurants and bars. Last month alone, there were nearly 19,000 family members and 9,000 unaccompanied children at the border, Senator Roger Wicker lays the blame squarely on the Biden administration. I used to
9: get calls from um, my, um, my Democratic friends in Mississippi crying crocodile tears about Donald Trump putting people in cages on the border. Uh, we're seeing that even more so now.
21: I'm Kelly Bennett. Supertalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team in the Biloxi Gulfport Pascagoula Market. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for five of the most well-known stations on the coast, Ole Miss baseball and football, great events like the Million Dollar Job Fair, 228 Awards, concerts and festival sponsorships, email your resume to jesse at supertalk.fm. That's jesse at supertalk.fm.
3: This show was previously recorded.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
12: It's a rare condition, this day and age, to read in on the newspaper
25: page of an edition of the grand design, some people say is even harder to
26: find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. all I see is a tower
11: of dreams.
4: Real love. Welcome back. The JT show uh, continues. Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and a Rhino in the studio guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this TV theme show. Good Friday Eve. There you go. That, the alliteration's lost on <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's okay, though. So on the 601 uh, Ceasefire text line, thank you. Need more teachers like her. Keep on keeping on. I may be a little prejudiced, but I agree. Wow, what a great lady you raised. Amen, brother. Thank you for that. What a beautiful, caring daughter you have. That from Cindy from uh, Panola. Appreciate that, Cindy. I think so, too. Thank you. Kevin in Monticello, congratulations on that interview without crying because I didn't. Well, I got a little teary-eyed there at the end, but what a a unique experience uh, to be in the chair and interview uh, my adult daughter in that regard. Grateful to the Super Talk team for making that happen. Really cool as I am to be part of the team. I'm grateful for that as well on this day of gratitude. It's been fun, a fun ride, and a lot of good folks around here. This is a top-notch organization, and I would put it up against any in the industry. We are blessed here in the state of Mississippi to have, I think, this this beacon of communications and, and free speech and, and ballots. It's uh, and just a great team that, that delivers it every single day. A lot of fun being part of that. So Carolyn Starkville says, special lady teacher, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Great interview. You can tell she has an outstanding mother. <laughs> Laugh out loud, Ken. No question about that, Ken. She does have an outstanding mother. Uh, the lady to whom I have been married, coming up here in July, 40 years. Dang, I'm getting old. 40 dead gum years. That is also something I am personally grateful for. As you folks can probably tell that tune in here every day, I'm a hard person to live with. <laughs> and especially through a 33-year entrepreneurial career that was... Packed with lots of strife and and uh, challenges, ups and downs, wins, losses, emotional roller coaster. Some days you just think, man, we ain't gonna make it. It's just not gonna happen. And then my wife always said that we had a guardian angel following us around. That always something would just come up that would give us new life and energize us and and enable our business to continue and thrive and grow and and ratchet up a notch, and we just kept doing that over and over again. But she stood with me through those 33 years. And I'm telling you, folks, it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You're never without it. You're, you're never able to just leave it at the office. If you do, you're, you're going to fail, especially in an industry that's so fast-moving, so fast-paced. Again, not complaining about that, but rather extending gratitude to my wife and my family for accommodating and, and being supportive and being understanding, that's what makes entrepreneurs successful. They don't do it by themselves. It's their idea, often. it's uh, They have most on the line, at risk, and they get rewarded. We've got to keep that going. And every day I see government getting involved and spreading its fingers, grubby hands into more and more of our lives, and especially of the private sector. spent a fair amount of time last night reading about this gargantuan infrastructure plan, which is anything but infrastructure, and I start worrying about, well, where does the private sector come in? Let the private sector thrive. Get out of the way, government. Nobody trusts it. Where do we get to a point where so many in our country believe that the people in government are superior to the people outside of government therefore we must confer the planning of our economy to the government that is the essence of socialism
2: maybe that's why academia likes them so much you got two people and I ivory towers just hollering back and forth at each other that's about right
4: that's uh, yeah but y- y- no disrespect to people in academia there are a lot of good people in academia they are overshadowed, I feel, by those who were only there because they couldn't do anything else. And it's not that they truly, and I'm generalizing, and I'm not again, I'm not referring to so many of the good ones. But in our society, just like we have this day of gratitude to take some time to recognize the good, we don't take enough time to do that. Nobody wants to click on that. Nobody wants to watch that. It seems we're all. I become, think there's a growing appetite for it, and I pray that you're right, Rhino, and I, I'm going to be optimistic that you're right as well. I think
2: it's just the, it's the logical end to a, a gr- ever growing cycle of cynicism. Eventually, you get cynical of the cynicism and want something
4: different. Totally agree. I totally agree. But these people that get these podiums, these platforms to spew this nonsense do you not just feel like sometimes there's some resentment some jealousy coming out in that for those who have achieved massive success in the private sector i mean when when you when you hear our government say we've got to raise taxes to correct the inequality that just doesn't make any sense that's not That's not the basis of taxes and generating revenue. That should be simply to fund the constitutional appropriate functions of government. Not to to make a person who has succeeded less successful and to punish them. Hey, folks, here's go to college, as an example. Work hard. Take risk. Delay that gratification so that when you finally do get rewarded, we're going to take it away from you. That's what they're saying. When I look at this infrastructure bill and I think about, well, how much of the private sector is going to be involved in that? The, the message is, well, we're going to give you this business private sector through this infrastructure investment. Oh, but we're going to tax you on the other side. So you, so think about the flow there. You're going to send money to the government through higher taxes. Who's going to turn around and transfer it back to you with all the layers of bureaucracy and waste in the middle? I'm still scratching my head trying to figure out... It's like playing the
2: telephone game where you say one word and it makes its way around the circle and it's not the same word when it gets back to you, except you're passing the hat. and It had a stack of hundreds in it, but by the time it gets back
4: to you, it's only got a couple fives. Exactly right. Because there's a lot of skimming off that layer. So how do we get back to that? Where, what happened to that concept? Just get the heck out of the way and let instill the animal spirits of entrepreneurs in the private sector and innovators and those who who create the wares and the commodities that make our lives better. That's where it comes from. But somehow we've gotten to a point where those in government, so many think, well, the private sector can't do that. That's a job for government. And I think about, we're going to build 500,000 charging stations. Who's going to do that? Who's going to own that? The government? Are we all going to go work for the government? Is that the goal? So let's get government out of the way. That's what we need to do. Private sector does, it it sort of suggests, well, we can't trust those people in the private sector. You know, that individual liberty and the concept of self-economic reliance. We can't rely on that. We've got to get them out of the way. But we're going in the other direction, and we're going to keep fighting it. But in spite of that, We still have so much to be grateful for as a citizen of this country and of this state. Still massive opportunity. Still better than any place on the planet. If it weren't, our borders wouldn't experience the surge they are. Why are people. You can't say surge. Is that that a problem?
2: It's militaristic.
4: And these are children. (laughs) Speaking of which, have you guys seen this video?
2: Uh, Which one? There's two that have really been disconcerting and disheartening that have been going around. The smugglers yeah, dropping you, you got the children? where they've climbed up the wall and they are just dropping kids over it. Just, good luck, plop. But yet... And there's another video circulating where there's a processing center that has been set up with uh, chain link fencing, tarps, and a bridge. Got a bunch oh of kids camped out under a bridge for processing. It's just...
17: Mm.
4: that's just that hurts bring her back we need her on the show more often that's about my little daughter Alex appreciate that on the 601 C Spire text line Tim and McGee you did good with your kids Gerard especially thank you for that Tim I think so too but it wasn't uh, me by myself it was my lovely wife as well and we are blessed to have two fantastic children we're going to get we we got lots of questions about JT we're still trying to get him scheduled Working on that for later on the show for an update. Appreciate that as well. Keith and Baden says, I have a month on you, June. We will be married 40 years. Congratulations, Keith. That's quite the milestone. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us.
6: This show was...
20: Good Friday broadcast on Supertalk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Enjoy your holiday weekend and come see us soon. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601 956 1030. Join the American Heart Association for the 2021 Heart
17: Ball Digital Experience on Thursday, April 8th. Experience all the fun from home and help in the fight against heart disease. Register at event.gives slash JXN Heart
24: This is the opening agri market report. The New York Cotton Exchange May Cotton was down two ninety-three to seventy-seven ninety-five. July cotton was down two hundred ninety to seventy-nine twenty-seven. At the Chicago Board of Trade, May Soybeans down thirty-four and three quarters to fourteen oh two per bushel. July soybeans down thirty-one cents, thirteen ninety-six and three quarters per bushel. May corn. Down four and a half to five fifty nine and three quarters per bushel. July corn down two and a quarter to five forty five and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle down thirty five to one twenty two fifty five. August live cattle down forty five to one twenty one fifty two. May feeders down seventeen to one forty nine twenty two. August feeders up seventy two to one fifty eight even. And the Dow Jones closed for the Easter holiday up one hundred seventy one points thirty three thousand one fifty three. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
0: Farming isn't exactly the simple life. It involves satellites and spreadsheets and high tech machinery to succeed. You need equipment like spreaders and sprayers and combines and the financial tools as well. For more than 100 years, Mississippi Land Bank has provided the loans that equip agricultural businesses. We understand what it takes to make a farm work, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. Mississippi Land Bank, MSLandBank.com.
25: This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go Tune with the home team. Tune in to Good
18: Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
3: This show was previously recorded.
0: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi, a day of gratitude
2: on this. Good Friday, Eve, and I would be grateful for a side of Dino ribs. Dino ribs. Bronto ribs, whatever <laughs> they were. Whatever It tilted the car
4: over. It was bigger than the car, as dinosaur ribs would be, right? Jo- oh, yeah. <laughs> joining us now on the line, Mr. Josh West, the co-owner of Delta Blue Jeans Company. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us on this day of gratitude here at Super Talk Mississippi. Wanted to to have you on. Your, your story with the uh, the Blue Gene Manufacturing Company up there is incredibly interesting and and something that I think is uh, very much related to what's been going on with trying to deal with this pandemic situation over the last year. Tell us a little bit, Joshua, about your company, and then tell us what you guys did to help out.
14: Sure. Um, We're we're Blue Delta Gene Company out of Tupelo, Mississippi, and Oxford, Mississippi, and we make and sell custom jeans that fit all over the world, but every one of them are made right here in Mississippi. Um, We started about 10 years ago, and we uh, have one product that we try to be the best in the world, at making and that's blue jeans but um during the, the COVID-19 pandemic we found ourselves in a strained situation as the rest of the state country and world did and um we tried to find ways to solve two problems and that was to keep our people working and also to help our state and um our country with the PPE uh, shortage and um so we started making mal- uh, gowns and masks and totally retooled our factory, um, did that for about seven and a half months. And we ended up making 2.8 uh, million masks during wow. that time, and, and wow. about 60,000 gowns that hospitals and schools and churches all over the state um, were able to use.
4: How did you guys come up with that idea, Josh? Was it yours or your, someone on your staff or s- sort of uh, spontaneous? Yeah, well,
14: we one of our partners uh, has family in the medical community and you know it was all over the news about the PPE shortage but when you hear from it um uh, you know from your family member that that's a physician and says hey I, we we don't have any anything to put on our face you know we're we're yeah wearing bandanas and we're cutting up t-shirts and we really found out how bad it was for them and then we look around our our factory and if you're able to make a custom jean you're you're at the top of the talent pool for as far as sewers and tailors go gotcha so we knew we had the talent pool here and then mississippi you know we're such a resourceful state we're right in the middle of the furniture world here so we started working with our furniture partners to find the the foam and and the poly and the mass materials, and um, and then uh, Mississippi State stepped up and opened their labs up to us to help us test our mass to make sure we were we were uh, meeting all the protocols and making mass that would help, and um and and we just decided we could do it. it yeah. was so it was a, it was a uh, kind of all hands on deck effort, um and, and and we were so glad it worked out for both us and and the people that got to use the materials.
4: And we should point out that your company Blue Delta Jeans is featured on LinkedIn's Beyond the Call List, which highlights the nation's top 20 companies who went above and beyond the call of duty in the face of the pandemic. That is really cool and 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 brings honor and distinction to the state of Mississippi. Appreciate that, Josh. That's that's quite the recognition, LinkedIn. Good grief. I don't know how many how many folks are on that social media more professional business oriented platform but it's a lot so that's a big deal and we appreciate that did you start the company josh
14: i did me and my co-founder nick weaver we're grade school friends both from northeast mississippi and we started it together in 2011
4: 2011 so 10 years later you're still cranking and that is fantastic and and right there in in tupelo mississippi are, are you originally from the area josh
14: I am. I grew up in Verona, just outside of Tupelo, and my factory is about 12 miles from the house I grew up in. So, All right. uh, kind of full circle.
4: Wow! So you, so it's so cool. So you grew up in the area. You decided to pursue an entrepreneurial path, and you did so right in your your home, in your home area, in your home state, in your home community. And that's hats off to you, man. That's great.
14: Well thank you and uh we appreciate the call and the LinkedIn and all the accolades but we're we're very grateful too for our state uh stepping up so many people helped and and we're not out of the woods yet but sure. we feel like we've we've come a long way and uh and we're making jeans full time again so I'm happy to be out of the mass business as well.
17: Yeah. Well
4: okay so before we go we got about 15 20 seconds how does one buy some jeans?
14: Go to BlueDeltagenes.com. There's a lot of different ways. You can buy online. We can come and get you measured. You can come to Oxford. All right. We'll get, we'll get you fixed up.
4: I'm going to do it. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us today, Josh West, co-owner of Delta Blue Jeans. Blue Delta Jeans, excuse me. <laughs> we'll be right back after a break. I think we've got Colonel Randy Ginn coming up next after the news. Stay with us.
0: This sh- You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baronistreepros.com.
18: news. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden speaking just now after getting a better than expected jobs report this morning, saying help is here and opportunity is coming. Also stressing that the priority is getting people vaccinated. Meanwhile, some progress in efforts to negotiate with Iran on its nuclear program.
11: The US and Iran say indirect talks will be held in Vienna next week on the future of the Iran nuclear deal. Nearly three years after President Trump pulled out of the. The agreement the state department says the talks scheduled for tuesday are a healthy step forward
18: fox's simon owen in minneapolis in the derek chauvin murder trial for the killing of george floyd the jury hearing from police sergeant john edwards the jury gets dismissed early at noon local time because of the holiday weekend america's listening to fox news
17: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must liked them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range.
11: Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thursday was Signy Die Day at the Capitol. Speaking to Super Talk Mississippi,
29: Speaker Philip Gunn explains what that means. We signy die. What that means is the signe Die, I think, is a Latin term that means without day. So uh when we adjourn, we adjourn without setting another day to reconvene. That's what that means. If signy die is the big day that we all look forward to, we have concluded our work for the year. And I think we had a good session, and we are now done, and we will only come back in the event of a special session.
11: And Executive Director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs, Stacy Pickering, shared a powerful message about the importance of the vaccine in our state veterans' homes.
23: So I had one guy who literally said, this is our D-Day. This is our chance to beat back this virus that has rampaged this home and my friends and my family members.
11: Pickering said that 90% of residents in state veterans' homes have been vaccinated.
19: Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board.
3: Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg
25: Foundation.
11: With the launch of its annual prom safety campaign, Major Johnny Polis with the Mississippi Highway Patrol urges you to make the right choice on prom night, even if it's not the popular choice. We all know if the decision you make allows you to arrive home safely, it's the right decision. Along with the Department of Rehab, the Highway Patrol's campaign stands for Please Return on Monday. And 26 Mississippi airports will benefit from a new round of federal funding. Mississippi's delegation in Washington announced the over $24 million in grant funding from the FAA that will fund infrastructure rehab and other upgrades at the airports that Senator Roger Wicker says will help them to be better equipped to serve travelers as flights pick back up while the economy recovers from the pandemic. For a full list of the projects that will benefit from the grants, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
30: Hi, folks. This is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that Lieutenant Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource.
9: This message paid for by Will hey it's richard cross be sure to catch sports talk mississippi your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the magnolia state every day from three until six right here on Super Talk jackson 97.3
3: this show was previously recorded
0: and now the moment you've all been waiting for welcome to real talk for real mississippians informed engaging and always brutally honest Welcome to the J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The J.T. Show continues Supertalk Mississippi, a day of gratitude in progress here. On the show, and we are certainly enjoying that. Had some great guests in the first hour and got great guests lined up for hour two and the rest of the show as well in the studio, with us now Colonel Randy Ginn from the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, the Highway Patrol. Good morning, Colonel. Thanks for coming in today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us. You bet. So I think sometimes, Colonel, we we see so much in our news uh, of maligning law enforcement. Uh, it sickens me that we never talk about the positive things and the, and the millions of positive interactions that happen between citizens and law enforcement officers in the way that they, they service our communities and take care of people so that we can carry on and conduct our lives we wanted to highlight that today. Is there anything that kind of comes to mind, Colonel, over this past year with the pandemic, which just, I think, placed even increased pressure to a great extent on society and certainly uh, our, our state troopers? Anything that comes to mind, any stories you can think of where uh, troopers got involved and, and truly uh, serviced the community and, and just helped people out?
31: Yes, sir. A lot of a lot of things come to mind. And and I'll say first, in Mississippi, I think we're privileged as a law enforcement community to have such support Agree. From, from the citizens because Mississippians are truly different, uh, Agree. I think, from the rest of the nation. Yes, sir. And we see that uh, uh, day in and day out. So, And we're appreciative for that because it does make a, an officer or a trooper or anyone that uh, somebody comes up and says, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Thanks for being there. That, that makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that you know one thing that uh, our our officers do our troopers is is they are involved in our community and we talked to with a cadet class going on as we talked about earlier and we talked to those cadets about that you're going to be going to the grocery store with with people you you see every day and mm-hmm. they see you and and you need to be invested in that community where it's in the church whether it's in community groups at schools your kids will be doing activities so we have a lot of troopers that that coach little league baseball or sure. help with uh, little league activities across the state. I mean, Commissioner Tindall coaches about every sport. That we he talk can. about it every time
4: he's on. <laughs> he does, and he's
31: involved in the community, and he sets that example. But yeah. we, we've got troopers doing that all over. But also some specific things that that we've done. Uh, recently that I can think of is uh, uh, we've had uh, trunk-or-treat activities across the state where during the COVID people couldn't go house-to-house, so troopers had their cars decorated at the substation and parking lots. We did it at the Coliseum with uh, a lot of different law enforcement agencies in the metro area and had a huge turnout for that. And just, you know, giving people a place to go bring their kids so they can safely do it you know, we tried to socially distance, take care. Everybody was careful not to uh, to have a mask on and not to hand out stuff without it being wrapped or in gloves. So those kind of things to give back to the community is something that we really, really are proud of what, uh, what we saw uh, our troopers doing during that time.
4: Well, the, the troopers let's face it, they're ambassadors for not only the uh, Mississippi Highway Patrol, but for our state in general, and especially when we see them in in uniform. And so how they conduct their lives is a reflection in many uh, situations, uh, not only on the organization to which they belong, but our state in general. And we are so blessed to have uh, fine troopers uh, serving. But I, I just think sometimes we always think about law enforcement as, Doing just that, just uh, enforcing the law exclusively. But as you have have described, Colonel, they do so much to give back to the community. But th- they they also set examples uh, for for our young people in many respects. And and our young people, I think, should be taught to be respectful of of law enforcement and and not have this, uh, I guess, this narrative um, where they're taught to fear law enforcement. And and sometimes that pervades our society. Don't see that as much here in Mississippi, I don't think, as you pointed out. We've got good people in in that respect. So when they're going through the training, you guys talk about integrity and and the requirements of a, a state trooper to To maintain and conduct themselves in accordance with those standards, do you not? Is that part of the training? It is.
31: It sure is. And we we do try to set as as the current trooper, we try to pass that along to the the trainees as they're coming through the academy, and and we're trying to take that another step farther too through our. Public affairs officers and from uh, troopers interacting with the youth of, that they come into contact with today, like I talked about the athletic stuff, yeah. but just in the in the convenience store when you're standing in line waiting to pay for your gas or or your coke, you know how that person sees you and and. You know, I can't tell you how many times you, you look around and there's a little girl or a little boy standing there looking at uh, uh, your belt to see the shiny thing. And yeah. they want to know, can I blow your whistle? Or, yeah, You know, that gives you that opportunity to have that conversation with them and to give them that uh, impression that, that, you know, you're not there to, to cause them to fear. But yeah. they should be comfortable that you're there and, and have that safe feeling that knowing that there's a trooper there that that takes time to, to talk to that child. And, uh, have a good word for
4: them. In my personal experience, anytime I see them out, they're always beyond respectful and courteous, and I, I always make uh, a point to just greet them and acknowledge them. Uh, hey, officer, if it's just simple something as that, and they always seem to appreciate that, and they're always respectful, and they always return that greeting, uh, at, as I think they should. And it, I don't know, it just it kind of gives me the warm fuzzy. These people are, are serving... They ain't getting rich doing this, obviously. They put their lives on the line in many situations, and they really are all about making our world safer and protecting us and not just uh, abusing their power, which I think is sometimes a narrative that gets promoted, which is just not correct. Yeah, and there's two things that I think of that, that just recently,
31: that uh, if I could share it with sure. you. uh, back, uh during the ice storm, we had planned to do a uh, just a drive through Gras at Children's of Mississippi. Just uh, drive through, let the kids see the blue lights. Yeah, and let, you know, get I the remember workers. that. Yeah, and we got postponed for a week, and and uh, we got to do that. And we we lined up, and we had uh, Ms. Reeves was there, Miss Mississippi was there. We had a lot of our our vehicles from different units there, and some troopers, and and we just all we did was drive through twice. Uh, just to be seen, but just the the kids that, sitting, that could come out on the porch waving and looking at you and, and people in the windows looking at you. And then the, the, the people, I think, that sometimes get forgotten, the workers that are at Children's Mississippi. They're going through a lot of this, yes. you know. Uh, yes. they see some of the things that it's got to be hard on them too and just to, for them to come out and say hey we appreciate how much y'all doing this you don't know what it what the smiles that it brought inside and even though we couldn't see maybe all of them when you know that kind of things going on and you're able to be a part of that that gives you a little special feeling and it's not being out there on the road and having to have an inter- interaction with somebody that's violated a law that you stopped but that's a, that's a part of what we represent is not just the, the law and order and, and making traffic stops but it is being that ambassador for the state and and just this week i got a letter from a, a, a lady in arkansas that uh, w- had been to the beach her and her two young children had a flat tire outside of meridian and her husband didn't get to make the trip so she's on her phone looking at youtube trying to figure out how to get the, the tire out from under a car <laughs> one of our young troopers stopped asked her what he could do to help, she told him what she was doing, and he got the tire out, changed the tire for, her, got her back on the road, and she finished her trip. And she reached out to us with a, a very nice letter, and we don't we do get a lot of letters, and and when we do, we we let the trooper know that they got the letter, sure. give them that attaboy, and let them know that it does make a difference what they're doing. Those little things that that maybe they're the only person that knew it, but that person that they helped thanked them and, and so appreciated awesome. it, and 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 those kind of things we get. Very often on, on on troopers on doing those good deeds yeah. that that might have gone unnoticed
4: otherwise. But those sort of interactions they're commonplace. They they happen on a daily basis. It, so, it's, as you said, it's not just traffic stops and and enforcing the law, but those sort of just helping somebody out. That happens every day.
31: It certainly does, and and I'm proud of the, of our men and women that are out there every day and and without fail, and and they not only answer the calls, but they see the, the needs of somebody and, and they, they take action. They don't have to be told to do that. They do that out of a sense of service and out of a, a servant's heart. And that, that, that makes us proud of, of them when they do do those
4: things. Which you got to have, the servant's heart, if you're going to sign up and do that job. Yes, sir. You sure do. You do. So uh, we got a couple of seconds here. When is this group, this class, graduating? June the 30th. And how many will that be? Oh, uh, we'll, We hope that. Uh, hope We got 61 there. I'd love to see them all graduate. We'll see. Sounds good. Appreciate you coming in today, Colonel. Thanks so much. And and please give uh, uh, Major Polis my best as well. I sure will. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Colonel uh, Randy Ginn with the Mississippi Department of Public Safety will come back. I think we got the Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, joining us next. Stay with us.
6: This show was previously re-
32: while you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, six zero one nine three nine seven three zero four. 7304 online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more.
26: I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business.
13: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
3: This show was previously recorded.
0: The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues on Super Talk Mississippi on this day of gratitude. It's also, what day is it there, Rhino? Good Friday Eve. Indeed it is. In the studio with us now, the Speaker of the House of Representatives uh, for the great state of Mississippi, Speaker Philip Gunn. Good morning, Speaker. Thanks for hey, coming good in. Good
29: afternoon, Gerard. Thanks for having me. Great you, to be with you again.
4: You bet. So
29: you just shared with me, Sinead. Dot we're yes, done. sir. Yes, sir. day of rejoicing. <laughs> what a, a day, day of, of rejoicing that <laughs> will be. That's right. There's an old hymn about that, isn't it? What a day of rejoicing that will be. <laughs> I think, Legislature, I think that's, right. uh, that's appropriate for Easter, I guess. <laughs> well, you guys can't make any more laws. That's why I'm so That's <laughs> right. We uh, we sine die. What that means is the sine die, I think, is a Latin term that means without day. So uh, when we adjourn, we adjourn without setting another day to reconvene. That's what that means. Okay. So Sine dies is the big day that we all look forward to. We have concluded our work for the year, and I uh, think we had a good session, and we are now done, and we will only come back in the event of a special session. Otherwise, we won't be back till January.
4: I'm going to hazard a guess that you are on this day of gratitude grateful for not having this elongated session as we had last year
29: oh absolutely absolutely that was unusual as i've said in the past there is no playbook for that there was no playbook for that that was a road that none of us had ever been down before it was a session that was uh, unusual and i hope it's one that we don't see for a long long time but i think we did a great job handling it given the circumstances that we were dealt we did a good job with trying to deal with the pandemic and as we reflect upon this day of hope and the day of of uh, uh gratitude as yep. you called it i remember you and i doing this last year about yep. this time yeah and at that time if you recall we were all in Pandemic mode. We were locked down in our homes. Uh, there was a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty out there among our residents and our citizens. And uh, you and I had a conversation at that time about we did. how we trust in the Lord, how we look to Him for our provision, we look to Him for our protection. And now, as we sit here a year later and we look back, I think all of us can see how the Lord's hand has been in a lot of this. That doesn't diminish the tragedies that we've seen with the number of deaths that we've had, or number of of businesses that have struggled we certainly are mindful of that and uh our, our thoughts and prayers go out to those people but the lord has been gracious he has seen us through a very long year we are now at the point where we see the pandemic hopefully the worst is behind us we continue to see the vaccines coming online we can see continue to see diminished numbers of cases as the summer approaches i hope we will continue to reap the benefits of that. But uh, that's just a lesson there for us to always trust in the Lord, and He has got everything in control.
4: Yeah, uh, definitely. And, and there's so much we now know that certainly had we known then, perhaps we could have acted differently. That's right. always easy to say, of course, when you're sitting here 12 months roughly later. But overall, I, it just feels like we're trending in the right direction. I, I I know anecdotally, and I don't know if it's your experience as well, uh, Mr. Speaker, but The shops, the stores, the restaurants seem to be doing a brisk business.
29: I hope so. Uh, It it does appear, just as I move around and and observe, like you, I see that. People do seem to be trying to return to normal. Most of the places I've I've been are looking more normal. It's not to say that they're fully back, but they're moving in that direction. As you say, they're trending in the right direction, and I hope that continues for us. We Revenue got, revenues have been g- good. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get off in well, politics, but I just had a, a press conference uh, recapping the session, and we talked about the budget and how we're in a great p- place financially. So um, we do seem to be returning more to normal.
4: Sure, seems like it. And and speaking of that, we got a teacher pay raised through and some other investments in the public education as well. In, in this session, and uh, again with with revenues trending upward we're in a position uh to afford that we are and this is this is kind of a trend with respect to revenues yes, and sir. and uh it's not just this year but that that goes back a bit and i think that is uh, an indication of a fairly robust, certainly stable
29: economy in the state. I would agree with that. We we see today. I don't know if you've seen today's numbers or not, but the report from March was issued. We're eighty five million dollars over their estimate for yeah. the month of March. That's huge. That's uh, almost a percent and a half in one month. Right. And the entire year has has been like that. We've just been. I, I think I'm right in this. Uh, most of the months, if not all of the months, have been beyond the estimate. The amount of revenue we have pulled in. Mm-hmm. I know you're in the lottery board. Mm -hmm. I know that the lottery exceeded the $80 million threshold. People may not remember, but we dedicated the first $80 million to roads and bridges. Anything above that would go towards pre-K education, as I recall. And we actually had money over and above that to put into the early learning collaboratives, I think $25 million yeah. to put into the early learning collaboratives. Well,
4: based on the trends, we what it really means is that since we hit the threshold in uh, February, we got four months of net proceeds, March, mm-hmm. April, May, June, mm-hmm. that will all go to the uh, education enhancement fund, That's right. and, and based on the trend of about Eight nine million dollars a month being transferred, and I just saw the numbers for March. By the way, President Shaheen uh, sent that over this morning. March was a huge month for the right. lottery, and so that the transfer ought to be uh, quite hefty, and we could be as much as 30, $40 million dollars based on that trend on right. that run rate into the Education Enhancement Fund, over and above the $80 million, as you said, dedicated to roads and bridges.
29: That is correct. So that's just another sign of a booming economy right now. Yeah,
4: no question about it. And so, as we talk about, Mr. Speaker, this day of gratitude... You got a pretty good group down there in the House of Representatives, and uh, it, you're you're blessed with a, with a good team and and people who care deeply about uh, this state and uh, their constituents and their districts, and it it's uh, got to be a good feeling for you to. Preside over that body and and have such a great collection of fantastic Mississippians. Well,
29: and you're right, and I appreciate you saying that. And I made that comment yesterday to them as we uh, did our closing ceremony, so to speak, at the end of each session. I always try to pull together the entire team. That's just not legislators. That's the proofreaders who yeah. read the bills. It's the lawyers who draft the bills. It's the ladies who answer the telephone at sure. the Capitol who yep. are vitally important because they get all those angry phone calls that they have to field. The porters who keep the 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 chamber clean and on and on it goes, the committee assistants who help our chairman. I pull all of those people into the chamber. I try make an attempt to call them out by name and and let the legislature or let the House thank them for what they do. And yesterday as we were doing that, I told my chamber that in my ten years as being speaker and probably in my eighteen years in the legislature, this was maybe the best session we've ever had within the chamber of the House of Representatives hmm. there was a spirit of of camaraderie of working together of bipartisanship uh, does not mean we agreed on everything sure. we disagreed on a lot but the the manner of disagreement was not an aggressive angry one it was a respectful tone and there was um, a great spirit of working together for the betterment of the people of the state of Mississippi and I'm very proud to be associated with a, a House chamber that conducted themselves in that manner and i will i would point to two things maybe that um that may have had an impact, not not just these two, but I think the passage of the flag last year brought a sense of unity within the House uh, and respect. And I think the way we've handled the pandemic and the yeah. knowing that we had to come together because there was something bigger going on than political agendas and personal agendas, we had to deal with the pandemic. And, and we, we had, had
4: to... a lot of members got sick.
29: <clears throat> oh, yeah. This time last year – well, not this time. It was in July yeah. when we came – when we actually – this time last year, we were in our, our our break, so to speak, where we had suspended business. But as you recall, we came back in May and we finished up yep. the first day of July, and two days later, we had thirty five people who had the COVID. So this year, there was a discussion of us postponing the session. You know, maybe a couple of months, and we pushed ahead. And the Lord was gracious. I told him yesterday, we had one case of COVID the very first week. That individual recovered, came back, and we had no others in the House of Representatives. So the Lord was very gracious to us to protect us and let us get our work done. And so, yes, to answer your question, I am uh, very proud to be associated with the House of Representatives, the way they've conducted themselves, handled the business of the people of the state of Mississippi, and done things that are for the betterment of our state.
4: Good group, for sure. Got just about a minute and a half or so here. But while we got you here, Mr. Speaker, your thoughts about uh, the income tax legislation that uh, I know you advocated for, I spoke about quite a bit, and uh, what what do you think the future holds for us? Uh,
29: The future is, that is the issue. Moving forward, there is no bigger issue in my mind than income tax elimination. I have have told my uh, uh, staff, I've told my legislators, there is nothing from a policy standpoint that I think we can ever do that will benefit the citizens more than the elimination of income tax. It is the biggest issue in any of our political careers, and it is my main focus moving forward into next year.
4: You know I agree with you on that and, and I know you've heard me talk about that extensively. One more thing before, got just a couple of seconds. HB twelve thirty one, the conservation
29: fund. We're gonna be able to get something done. That on has that? got to happen. That has got to happen. There's nothing wrong with that bill.
4: I agree. Appreciate you coming in today, Mr. Speaker. Thanks Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Always. Thank good you see, so much. Sir. Have, we'll have a be... good
29: Easter now. You and your listeners both. You bet.
4: Our thanks to the Speaker of the House, Mr. Philip Gunn. We'll be right back. Stay with us on the JT show.
9: This show was previously...
4: Ace and Screw Company. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to
27: name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson,
4: Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstaff.
19: Alice and Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt just south of Germantown High, Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer Landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway,
32: south of Germantown High. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent.
11: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
9: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to
11: Super Talk Mississippi News. Thursday was Sine Die Day at the Capitol. Speaking to Super
29: Talk Mississippi, Speaker Philip Gunn explains what that means. We, Sine Die, what that means is, the Sine Die, I think, is a Latin term that means without day. So uh, when we adjourn, we adjourn without setting another day to reconvene. That's what that means. If Sine Die is the big day that we all look forward to, we have concluded our work for the year. And I think we had a good session, and we are now done, and we will only come back in the event of a special session.
11: And Executive Director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs, Stacey Pickering, shared a powerful message about the importance of the vaccine in our state veterans' homes.
23: I had one guy who literally said, this is our D-Day. This is our chance to beat back this virus that has rampaged this home and my friends and my family members.
11: Pickering said that 90% of residents in state veterans' homes have been vaccinated.
25: Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
1: If you're an employer and need workers fast, be a part of the Million Dollar Job Fair in Biloxi, April 14th at Edgewater Mall. This is the most heavily promoted job fair of its kind, with limited space still available. If you need workers, email jobfair at supertalk.fm. That's jobfair at supertalk.fm. Join other premier businesses who are already registered. The Million Dollar Job Fair is coming April 14th to Biloxi. So don't wait as available space is limited at jobfair
0: at supertalk.fm.
3: This show was previously recorded.
0: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Perfect selection of music yeah. there. Top Gun. <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome back to JT Show. Back with you on this day of gratitude at Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this. Good Friday, Eve. <laughs> there we go. Uh, joining us now in the studio from the Mississippi National Guard COVID-19 Task Force, Chaplain Major Jason Byrd from the Army Guard and the Mississippi National Guard COVID-19 Task Force as well. Commander of that, Lieutenant Colonel Jeremy Parker from the Air Guard. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, good sir. Morning. So what, uh, how has life been different in the Guard uh, over this past year? Uh, for the, the guardsmen and, and women that uh, serve with honor. How, how has that changed things over the last year for you guys?
28: Well, I'd say it's uh, certainly been a good bit different for the 1,200 that we have uh, participating in this. I mean, they've, they've been uh, doing a unique mission that that's we've, you know, obviously our first time doing. So uh, it's, it's been a good bit different. I mean, we've had the rest of the folks have continued to train and prepare to do their, their deployment mission as they always do.
4: So anything in particular that uh, strikes you about that with respect to stepping up and serving uh, our communities uh, that you can recall that's just a little unique given the situation over the last year?
28: Well, I, it's certainly unique in that this is a, a use of the National Guard, a very large-scale use of the National Guard within the state of Mississippi. So we, we had asked for volunteers, and we had a, a significant number of folks volunteer. Uh, they've taken a break from school, from their employment. Uh, we're very gr- grateful for the employers that have let these folks serve their state throughout this pandemic.
4: that's yeah, a good point that we don't think about is uh, employers – uh, allowing as an employer, I remember it well. Had had a couple of folks that uh, were on our staff that served in the guard, and and always happy to accommodate that as we should, as they, they serve our our country, our our state, our communities as they do, and and as you said, train and prepare for possible deployment. It's it's probably could be described as more preparation which is a good thing, um, Then it is, I guess, actually being deployed. Is that a fair thing to say, or being active in that respect?
28: I would say so. I mean, so one one unique thing about the COVID mission is that it has allowed the Mississippi National Guard members to be engaged directly within the state of Mississippi and to our communities. I th- I think you'd agree, Chaplain. It's uh, you know typically the military has kind of this this indirect impact where yeah. we're we're involved in national defense, but this has actually put us here within the state of Mississippi helping our neighbors and our communities.
10: That's one of the things. Uh, I had a conversation with one of our soldiers up in Columbus just a few weeks ago uh, who's about to retire. He's been in the National Guard for a long time, and he's done two deployments to Iraq and also been to Kuwait and Jordan. And uh, one of the things that he said to me was how important this mission was to him because he felt like it was the first time that he could really do something Tangible and visible for the people that were his neighbors in his community. And and that was something that was very significant to him and helped him to feel really
4: good to have that opportunity to give back to those who had supported him so much over the years. Humans need that sense of accomplishment, and they they need the the sense of helping others. That's just a a human emotion that uh, it cannot be replaced, and really it's hard to describe. It has to be experienced, but that's what fulfills us. And, and I think that's what drives us. And, and certainly being in the guard is a situation where that's your primary function is to serve and serve others. Uh, chaplain, have you had any particular uh, issues where you've, you've had to provide uh, counsel and, and certainly God's wisdom? and uh, and just working with members of the Guard that had some particular hardships as a result of the pandemic.
10: Well, not just with the pandemic. Uh, our threefold mission as chaplains is to nurture the living, to care for the wounded, and to honor the fallen. And certainly we've had a great opportunity to nurture the living Uh, throughout all of this uh, in many different ways. I can remember being on site one day when one of our soldiers got word that his grandmother had passed away. And so right there on the site, I was able to pray with him before Mm. he left to go and be with his family. And uh, we have chaplains that are spread out across the state that visit all of our sites, and they deal with uh, uh, any number of issues. Life doesn't stop just because people are on COVID task force orders. And so marital issues, financial problems, uh, professional counseling, Mm. Uh, we've provided uh, religious services uh, when teams have had to work on Sundays and requested that. Uh, we'll be doing a Good Friday service for one of our teams tomorrow that requested that. So, uh, any number of ways in which we're involved in in helping meet their spiritual needs while they're on the task. Yeah,
4: that's board. awesome. I, I guess I didn't think about that, but you're so right in saying that life continues and the same sort of issues that we have. Uh, just through the course of life, they don't go away just because we have a, a pandemic and a virus spreading around. And, and so your services, your counsel, and, uh, and certainly representing uh, God the Almighty is is still needed. That doesn't go away. Absolutely. So, yeah, we appreciate that. You know, I, I think about... The preparation, the thing that comes to mind, I, I'm an old uh, private pilot, and a lot of people ask, what's it like to train to be a, a private pilot? And, you know, you spend about 90% of the time learning how to do stuff you hope you never have to deal with. <laughs> about 10% learn how to fly an airplane. Uh, but it, it's that its that preparation, and, uh, you know, the, the military and the armed forces in this country – uh, in this nation, throughout the branches, and, and e- obviously even in the National Guard, planning and preparation—that's the name of the game. Absolutely, is it not? So, I mean, it's, you spend a lot of time doing just that: planning for and and preparing for something that often you hope never happens.
28: That's right. And, and as, and as members of the National Guard, we have a very short, uh, windows of time to do that planning and preparation. Yeah. You know, two thirds of our force are, are what well, we, we refer to as traditional guardsmen. So they have, they go to school, they have jobs, and then we just have them, you know, as a general sense, one week in a month and then a couple weeks in a year. And we have to keep them just as prepared. Sure. As that active duty army or active duty Air Force service member to deploy and do that job. So it's, it is very challenging. For them to maintain that level of readiness as their active duty counterpart. They just don't know at the drop of a hat right.
10: when they're
4: called. That's right. And they got to go and spring into action when that happens.
10: I think one of the things that's been amazing about this mission is there's really been no way to prepare adequately okay. for this. This is a mission unlike so anything true. that we've ever done before. So true and to have a joint operation with Air Force and Army uh, personnel coming together, communicating together and working and standing this up from scratch has really been a remarkable testimony to the uh, different ways in which the Guard can, can operate in so many
4: different environments. I know that I, as a, as a citizen, am grateful to the Guard for the exemplary service, that they have delivered as part of the vaccine rollout. uh, I personally got vaccinated, both shots, um, as did my wife over in Vicksburg. And it was just a, a pleasurable experience, and I've heard that from so many others that have done that as well. What what are the what kind of feedback are you getting, and what are the guards saying about that duty? They they seem to just have a fantastic attitude standing out there doing that. It's
10: been a wonderful experience with the state of Mississippi because uh, the people of Mississippi have been so incredibly grateful for the work that the guardsmen have done. And when we're out there on the sites, uh, people bring them cookies from time to time. Yeah. Uh, we've had gift cards brought so that they can go buy lunch, and uh, everyone has just been so uh, wonderful in expressing their gratitude to the guard and that that has been something that has made this mission. Uh, so fulfilling for the guardsmen who are doing it.
4: Yeah, and and like I said, they're doing a fantastic job, and, th- and this is arguably one of those situations where how do you prepare for that? Uh, you can't.
28: Well, well, we had that is correct. We hadn't, you know, nobody really could foresee this coming, but but we've been able to adapt and and work with our, our partners with the Mississippi State Department of Health, Mississippi Emergency Management Agency, yeah. and we we've, we've put this together in a very short period of time, and and at this point today, we've vaccinated over five hundred fifty three thousand. Wow, of Mississippi and continue to vaccinate around between fourteen and fifteen thousand more a day. So it's, it's really been a it's an awesome experience. We've got twenty different vaccine sites throughout the state, and uh, you know we're just glad to keep keep doing this, keep pushing the vaccine, and hopefully get us through this pandemic as fast as we can.
4: Well, it's it's a logistics operation as much as anything, and and it involves uh, lots of people and lots of movement. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that there's no organization on the face of the planet that is better in organizing and orchestrating and managing that than the United States military. Uh, when it comes to logistics and, and moving people around, they just are they set the standard for that. And I think that uh, was reflected in the way the, the vaccination rollout. So that's 20 percent or so of our population, which is good. And I'm not aware of anybody that has said they're unable to get scheduled and and when they show up uh, again the experience has been very positive. So I'm grateful for that and I think I speak on behalf of a lot of Mississippians with respect uh to the guards participation in that. So well, thank you. Appreciate you that. Appreciate you guys coming on so much today and and thanks again for your service and thank you, and, sir. And, and for your counsel uh, to those that are serving our nation in the guard and our our state, uh, more importantly, so appreciate that. You guys have a happy Easter. Thank right, you. Yes, Thank sir. you, sir. You too. We'll be right back here on the JT show. We got more guests coming up. Uh, stay tuned.
3: This show was previously... When you choose RotoRooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle
27: guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original RotoRooter rooter 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
7: Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name and a winkle, trebles down the drain Roto-Rooter
8: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help
20: This Good Friday broadcast on Supertalk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Enjoy your holiday weekend and come see us soon. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. When you're in a pinch and you're out of options
11: and someone says to you, I've got you covered, it's good news. Dr. Michael Ziegler
7: this week on The Lutheran Hour. Each Sunday morning at 7 on Supertalk 97.3.
24: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. U.S. cotton growers can now enroll their 2021 cotton crop in the U.S. Cotton Trust Protocol, which aims to set a new standard in more sustainably grown cotton. Existing members will also need to re-enroll their operations in order to receive the year-over-year data from the field print calculator that helps track sustainability progress at the farm level. The Trust Protocol proves, measures, and verifies U.S. cotton sustainability credentials, giving brands and retailers the critical assurances as needed that the cotton fiber element of their supply chain is more sustainably grown with lower environmental and social risk. Additionally, the system lets U.S. growers document and showcase their land management environmental stewardship practices while helping them achieve continuous improvement in six sustainability metrics land use, soil carbon, water management, soil loss, greenhouse gas emissions, and energy efficiency. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Supertalk, Mississippi AgriNews Network.
8: Everyone these days is trying to connect by sharing what makes them special. At Adama, we know what makes us special. A secret recipe for successful crop protection. 10 scoops listening, 2 scoops crop protection. Why so darn much listening? Because we believe good crop protection starts with good listening. We pay attention to what's keeping you from the harvest you deserve. Once we know your pain points, we come back with ideas created just for your brand of pest. Adama. adama.com Let's you talk and us listen.
9: Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This show was previously recorded.
0: I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: The JT show continues on this day of gratitude at Super Talk, Mississippi. And now we are so blessed, so honored, to have joining us on the line the man himself, Mr. JT Williamson. JT.
33: What's going on, Gerard?
4: Man, it is so good to hear your voice, and we are so grateful that we were able to work something out with your schedule to come on the show. The listeners, of course, are delighted to hear your voice. And so first and foremost, my friend, they want to hear an update. How you doing, man?
33: Well, I'm doing what I always do. I'm sitting in a waiting room at a doctor's office, so that's about typical for my day. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just just uh, we're going through the motions, man. Trying to get well, still out here in Houston, and uh, we're just uh, you know we're doing that that uh, clinical trial now, and we're hoping and praying that it's going to work and be back soon to work. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a beautiful day, the Lord's made here in Houston, man. The sun's out, looks good i don't know what it's like there i think it's a little chilly
4: isn't it It's sun's out but it it is a little chilly had the rain and the cold front sweep through yesterday and overnight and it uh it's cool it's unusual i guess for an april one but uh we'll be fine and and i think it continues to warm up as i recall looking at the weather through the weekend but glad you guys are having good weather to hopefully cheer up your spirits somewhat man i I feel for you, and I pray for you, brother. To sit in doctors' offices waiting—I know that's a pain. But I know also you—you you understand that's just part of the part of the gig. Part
33: of, part of the gig out here, man. They do a pretty good job, but it's just you know sometimes you get backed up and things like that. So we're doing the day of gratitude. I know where my gratitude is. Yeah. So obviously to my Lord and Savior. I mean. Uh, but more than anything, it's just my daughter who has been just a trooper. George. I can't, I, I just can't explain to you what it means to have her here to take care of me. That a 24-year-old girl would take a sabbatical from her work to to stop and take care of her daddy. And I mean, she's been out here with me since November. And I couldn't be any more grateful to anybody in my life. And look, and I don't mean anything disrespectful to my wife or anything like that. My wife's doing what she needs to do, and it's killing her that she's not here. You know, she wants to be here with me, and, and but she's doing what she's got to do, and that's keep the household running and working. But I just, I'm, I'm so grateful and so so much gratitude to my daughter, Emily. I just, I don't know too many kids that would do that and do it with a pretty good attitude. She gets aggravated sometimes, mostly in me, but, you know, just to be here and be away from the house and be out here and, you know, no friends and nobody, the only thing she got is me.
2: Yeah.
33: And I'm just, uh, that's, my, that's where I'm grateful for here today. What my gratitude is all about is my daughter, because... If it wasn't for her, you know, I don't know what I would do. She pushes me around this place and gets me where I need to be on time and helps me with my medicine, Lord. She's like my pharmacist, They're going through all the medicine and things like that. I hope that's what I was supposed to be talking about, what I'm grateful for. i grateful for that, and I'm, I'm grateful for these doctors and this hospital as they continue to try to get me well and get me home.
4: Yeah well man you talk about whatever you want but uh i gotta tell you that that uh was inspiring and you know this and uh, jt first you're blessed we as parents that have children that are like that adult children especially we are incredibly blessed blessed but want to make sure you know that means you raised her right man she got it from you she she has that sort of Passion and and caring attitude about people because you taught her.
33: She loves her daddy. I know that. No question. You to do this, man. But I'm I'm doing good. I've kind of had a rough patch. I've had some little pain and stuff I've been dealing with. But I had a little rough patch this week. But we're fighting through it. And that's why I'm. Just I didn't sleep a whole last lot last night. At home. Yeah. I don't have a very good voice this morning. But but uh, she's in fact she's. Down the hall from me in the other waiting room, so I could, I'm in another waiting room where they had one of these recliners. I was in here sneaking a little nap, but I set my alarm <laughs> so I could call the all uh, Well, we appreciate to it. Call y'all. She's yeah. gonna come get me when they call me back. But I was down here in one of the recliners that they have in some of these places, now catching a little nap. But hey, everybody, remember what today means—the sacrifice that yep. was made for all of us. Or actually for Friday, what good Friday means. I know uh, what good Friday means and, and, and what it means to all of us, the sacrifice that was made for. This show was pre. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super
0: Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
18: news i'm Lillian Wu. president biden a short while ago speaking on the latest jobs numbers out showing far more openings created in march than analysts were expecting he says more work needs to be done also reminding people not to let down their guard in the fight against the coronavirus
30: deaths are going up in some states so i ask i plead with you don't give back the progress
18: now, there are more takers these days for air travel, causing some airlines to get stricter. Travel waivers
22: allowed you to change or cancel tickets without the usual penalties. The idea was to encourage skittish travelers to buy tickets. USA Today says American JetBlue and Frontiers pandemic waivers expired Wednesday. Spirits expire on Sunday. Fox's Ginny Kosola, the CDC director, saying that
18: it's not recommended for non-essential travel at this time. America's listening to Fox News.
3: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt, ADS Security, 601 898 3105. Call today.
19: Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolt and Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands, but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstaff.
22: i Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Supertalk Mississippi hosted a day of gratitude Thursday. During an interview with host Paul Gallo, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman reflected on a visit with one particular
12: soldier who was recovering in a hospital in Germany. His leg was all shot up, and he was had it propped up and whatnot, and I went up to him and I said, Son, how are you doing? Fine, sir. They treating you right? Yes, sir. Oh, Everything going okay? Yes, sir. So I turned to leave, and I, I just knew that that wasn't right, you know. And so I went back to him. and I said, Son, are you, are you really okay? And he said, Sir, my men still need me. I need to go back. It just struck me as so poignant. The devotion that some of our people, a lot of our, most of our Americans have for each other. And this could be your
22: lucky weekend. The estimated jackpot for tonight's Mega Millions drawing is $138 million. For tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot is up to $32 million. I'm Andy Davis.
25: This is Jake Mangum. Not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team.
19: Do you want that dream job? Do you need the right skills and credentials to get there? Did you know more than 2,000 students have taken advantage of the My Best program for free? Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. Take charge of your life and make your dreams a reality by attending a Mississippi Community College. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of
22: the Mississippi Community College Board.
3: Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation.
22: There are calls on Capitol Hill to increase military funding. Congressman Trent Kelly told host Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi that it took a while to get where we are and we don't want to go back.
29: When President Trump took office, we had planes falling out of the sky, yeah. ships crashing into each other, soldiers dying in tank rollovers from lack of training. We had cleared up the majority of that and got us back on the right track where we are competing with China and Russia, our peers in those areas, and now it looks like hopefully we won't go back on the path where we come where we're not prepared anymore.
22: And allergies are on the increase all over the world. Dr. Wynn Walcott says they can attack at any age.
16: Uh, it is very possible to not be allergic and as an adult become allergic and and sometimes even develop asthma
22: also. And there's a simple way to find out whether you've got allergies or just symptoms mimicking allergies.
23: Its accuracy is excellent. Uh, it's less expensive than blood tests. So um, allergy
28: skin testing has stood the test of time. For
22: Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
1: Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April twenty fourth, starring the Almond Bets Band with G Love and special songs cooling out, cooling out with the lady got the sauce. That's what she's my baby. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Weed Brew for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio
18: Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson,
0: 97.3.
3: This show was previously recorded. Who
0: are you? Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues on Super Talk Mississippi on this day of gratitude. It is also Good Friday Eve. It is indeed. Joining us now on the line, Larry LeBlanc. He's the senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Summit, Mississippi. Good afternoon, Pastor.
16: Good afternoon, Gerard. Great to be with you this afternoon.
4: Absolutely, sir. Great to have you on. So we would start at this noon hour by asking you to lead us in a prayer, if you would, sir, on this day of gratitude.
16: Absolutely. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we bow before your throne of grace, thankful. Thankful for who you are and what you have done in our lives, what you have done in the state of Mississippi, how you have brought healing to our lives, but God, most of all, we thank you for the life, death, and resurrection of your son, Jesus. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for redemption. We thank you, Lord, that we have a blessed hope, and that hope is found in you. So, Lord Jesus, we come before you today, and we give you the glory and the honor and the credit for what you have done. And, Lord, we look with a sense of hope, a sense of optimism, a sense of gratitude toward the days ahead as we celebrate the greatest victory that's ever taken place, when you defeated sin and death forevermore, our risen King and Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen.
4: Amen. Thank you for that, uh, Pastor. And, And on this day of gratitude... Uh, I'm grateful for prayer and the power of prayer and, and uh, the power of the Almighty and how he has uh, intervened over the last year in so many ways and, and guided us through these difficult times and and now provides us hope and optimism as it appears we're trending out of this thing that had so many negative effects on so many people across the spectrum from from clinical and and effects on health to effects on you know, the economic situations of people, but the Lord is always there and is is always stable and and something we can count on and appreciate you leading us in in that respect.
16: Absolutely, it's my honor.
4: So, um, how's it been going, uh, Pastor, down uh, at the church there? Are, are you guys at First Baptist Church? Are you guys uh, back? in in-person services at this point?
16: We absolutely are, Uh, and and we're looking forward to Easter. Um, At First Baptist Summit this coming Sunday, we're going to have three worship service options, one at 7.30 in the morning, one at 9 o'clock in the morning, and one at 10.30 in the morning, and I'm expecting uh, an enormous amount of people because of what you just said, Gerard. There has been This has been one of the most trying, difficult years in so many different ways, but there is a hope and an optimism and a gratitude what we're focusing on today about what God has done to bring us through this, what God has for the future, and um, I think it's so important uh, what we're focusing on as a community, as a state, right now, in that even though it has been difficult, we have so many things to be thankful for, um, none of which even come close to being of the magnitude of Jesus' sacrifice, which he paid on that first Good Friday, and his subsequent resurrection from the dead. So as believers, we come with an eternal hope, and I'm seeing that in people. I'm seeing uh, people with that the optimism that can only come from the security uh, of knowing a savior that, that can deliver them.
4: Yeah, and, and it doesn't it seem, Pastor, that the the impact that we've all experienced over the last year, which in many respects turned our worlds upside down, we are so blessed, and we should be so grateful for the blessings we enjoy in this country, and that starts with the freedom to worship. And to, to be part of a, a congregation, a church community that share the bond of, of belief in God and belief in Jesus Christ as Christians, certainly, you we miss that. I know when folks were not able to attend their churches, and it, it's more than just zooming in, which is uh, certainly a uh, an alternative and better than nothing at all to participate. But I don't think that's a substitute for being around those who share in uh, your love of the Lord and and love of the Word, where you can be with them and receive counsel uh, from a pastor such as yourself, there's no substitute for that, is there?
16: Absolutely not. And, and I think you know the old adage: you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. Um, so many things last spring at this time were were being rapidly taken away, and there was that fear of the future and what it was going to hold and we were uncertain about the virus and and what that what that was going to look like and, and what we saw in people was this yearning this longing to to be the church and we're thankful for technology we're on every possible platform that there is including SuperTalk statewide yeah But there is no substitute for being with God's people and rejoicing and coming together. Hebrews makes it very clear that we are not to forsake the coming together of the body of Christ. Hmm. And so what we see when that 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 is an essential part of of who we are the dna of a christian um is not just to link digitally with people but to be able to develop relationships and to praise god together even even in gratitude as we thank god we thank god individually but there's also a power when we come together in thanking god collectively for what he has done
4: yeah that's a great point and and, and you know when you when you leave when you go to that setting and you leave that setting you just feel good it's good for your your mindset your psyche you you realize you have so much to be grateful for and so much to pray for as well and you share in that with the church community it, it just kind of i don't know get you pumped up for the coming week and just to deal with life's challenges in general well
16: absolutely and and it's not by accident that we worship corporately on sundays yeah sundays is obviously the day that jesus rose from the dead So every Sunday is a celebration of the Resurrection of Christ, and when you start your week with a special emphasis, on the resurrection of Christ, you are also focusing on your own deliverance, the fact that the price has been paid for your sin, your hope for this life, your hope for the next life. It frames everything else, and that's not to negate the difficulties that people are going through, or the sickness, economic problems, political issues. Obviously, those things are going on. But when we're able to frame that with some perspective to recognize that we have a sovereign king who nothing about what we're Going through surprised him, and that he has kept the world spinning since he spoke it into existence. That gives me a blessed hope to recognize that even when I don't know what this week or this month is going to bring, I serve a God who does.
4: Yeah, that's great, great message there, Pastor. And speaking of message, what should we as Christians be especially mindful of uh, during Holy Week, and and of course. Good Friday, the Passion of Jesus Christ, and then his resurrection on Sunday, Easter Sunday. What should we really be mindful of?
16: I think that that message is over 2,000 years old, um, and that is that there is a God in heaven who loves you so much that that despite the fact that you were a sinner and that you had transgressed his laws, that even while Romans 5, 8 says that while we were yet still sinners, that he demonstrated his love for us, by sending His own Son, who was sinless, spotless, the Lamb of God, to die on the cross so that He could become the substitute, that He could take my guilt, my shame, on the cross, and then defeat it by rising again, and that everything that I have in my life, all the garbage, all the past, all the sin, that I can stand before God, not in my own righteousness, but in the righteousness of Christ. Now, if that doesn't allow you to smile with a blessed hope and a heart full of gratitude, then there's nothing else in the world that possibly could.
4: That's awesome. I mean, it truly does... I think, encapsulate the mystery of our faith as as christians i mean it's we we believe that and and Jesus set that example for us uh in leading our lives as as mortals uh, on this earth and leading our lives to uh, eventually uh pass and perish from this earth, but uh, join him and the Father in heaven
16: well, and I think the fact that eternity is set in our hearts, yeah. the fact that that people know that there's something beyond this life. We recognize that, and Jesus promised, in this world you will have trouble. Well, this year, he has been proven right. (laughs) We have had trouble. But the second part of that verse is, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So my greatest hope is in the fact that there is a world where there will be no more COVID, there will be no more tears, there will be no more crying or no more pain. And that is what we look forward to, even in the midst of the difficulties that we face in the here and now.
4: Such a great message. Thank you so much for joining us today, Pastor Larry LeBlanc, First Baptist Church Summit. Happy Easter, sir.
16: Thank you, Gerard. Have a great Easter.
4: You bet. We'll be right back with more here on the J.T. Show. We've got Cedric Burnside joining us after these messages. Pants, a
30: very old vest. Awesome the
27: items are the
15: best.
11: Trees, drugs, clogs, they're awesome. Rocks, clocks and socks, they're awesome. Pigs, and jigs and twigs, that's awesome. Everything you see or say it's is awesome. awesome.
0: This show was previously recorded. The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th
7: and goal Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
32: Turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch humana can help making getting care more affordable with our zero dollar premium plans you'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more your dollar already has enough to do helping you with the budget is only right to learn more call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local humana sales agent
17: Join the American Heart Association for the 2021 Heart Ball digital experience on Thursday, April 8th. Experience all the fun from home and help in the fight against heart disease. Register at event.gives/jxnheartball.
9: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
3: This show was previously recorded.
0: The switches are thrown, the signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
12: Moving, moving, though they're disapproving. Keep them doggies moving. Broad.
20: Don't try to understand them, just hope and grow and brand. Soon we'll be living high and wide. Hearts my heart's
21: calculated, my love will be waiting. Be waiting at the.
4: Welcome end. back, everyone. The JT show continues here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's been a great day of gratitude, a.k.a. Good Friday Eve. It is indeed. So, joining us on the line now, Cedric Burnside. Uh, good afternoon there, Cedric. How you doing, man?
15: Good afternoon, man. I'm doing, doing well. How about yourself?
4: I'm doing fantastic. Well, uh, first, I have to say, a fan, and as an old amateur drummer in awe of your talent, <laughs> congratulations on that. and.
15: Thanks. And yeah, go ahead. I said, well, just thanks a lot, man. Uh, you know, I just uh, I'm, you know, blessed and and just grateful to have, you know, uh, first and foremost my limbs to be able to still be functioning.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you
15: know? um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm thankful and, and grateful that you know things are starting to you know get back to normal. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody know we done had some trying in crazy times you know uh the last year or so yeah um yeah I'm, I'm just grateful to you know get back on the road and and um you know try to give music to people who who want it and, and love it and and um you know do my passion thing i love the most you know
4: yeah so. well as a musician uh, Cedric, I mean, that's what you thrive on, isn't it? You It's it's entertaining people and, and seeing them uh, get pleasure from the experience of, of hearing you just express your talent through uh, those instruments, your voice, what have you.
15: Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I definitely thrive on that. Um, also, you know, uh, you never know who might have been there and done that, know, yeah. so who might relate to, you know, some of the songs that you you put out there, you know, so sure. uh, I enjoy, you know, that as well, you know, to uh, play for people who can relate to some of the songs, you know, some of the same things I don't went through in life, Yeah. you know, they don't went through in life, so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be able to touch people in that way, you right.
4: know. Right. And so, Cedric, do you still live up uh, in North Mississippi?
15: I do. I do. <laughs> huh. You know, it's so crazy, man. Uh, I, I have to say this. I, I just got a new phone uh, a couple <laughs> of days ago, and um, I, I had so many people, you know, call me, and some, I, you know, a lot I did know and a lot I didn't know because I've been having numbers from, <laughs> you know, five, six years. And um, so I got a new number, and, and I also changed the area code. I just got, you know, any area code besides Mississippi. <laughs> so I can kind of trick somebody, you know. Up, you know but I don't have so many people knowing yeah. my number.
4: Yeah, I understand.
15: I don't of good at it is <laughs> it yeah, but I did it.
4: But you're still up around Holly Springs, aren't you?
15: Yeah, I, I still i stay in a little town called Ashland now, which is, you know, about 15, 20 miles on the outskirts of Holly Springs.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. and your father was also a drummer, is that true?
15: Yes, he was uh mr calvin jackson yeah uh, and rest he rest in peace you know I, I i watched him a lot uh him and a another guy named autumus LaSure and of course kenny kimbrough yeah uh the main three i watched you know coming up as a kid you know
4: wow did so did your father teach you is that what inspired you to take up the drums
15: well uh i would definitely say he inspired me um to to pick up the drums. Uh, He was one of the first people I saw to play, you know, um, as a little kid. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, growing up, um, one of many, you know, grandkids, uh, about six, seven years old, and and my big daddy and them used to throw house parties. Um, You know, my big daddy, Aliel Burnside, um, they used to throw house parties, you know, every other weekend. right? And my big daddy and my my dad, you know, and, and my uncle's, Uh, They would just jam out, you know, and I would be one of of many grandkids sitting there watching in in amazement. Um, But I have to say, my my dad never just really had time to sit down and show me anything. I kind of had to watch and learn and and just kind of mimic what I saw. Yeah, I think
4: that's true for most most of us drummers i'm certainly not of the skills of you but it, it's all you just kind of hear it have a feel for it and and yep. uh you sort of learn how to how to i guess master the uh the art of getting your hands and your feet separated and being you're able recording. to go on their own <laughs> it is so hard uh and it, it it takes some people pick it up pretty quick but uh most it takes a while but that's when you can truly uh play some magic on the drums when you're able to do that
15: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I really feel like if you, if it's something that you really want, um, you know, you'll you'll stick with it and, yeah. and stay at it and and it'll come to you, you know, quite quite naturally. Sure. You know, if it's something that you really, really want.
4: You yeah. Know? Absolutely. So what what sort of projects do you have on the boards these
15: days? Well, um uh I was really, really happy and, and grateful as well to uh, I recorded my next album in uh Boo Mitchell studio uh Royal studio and it went wonderful, it went great. Um it was something that it was a long time coming. Um me and Boo had been talking, you know, four, five, six years mm-hmm. about doing something together and uh, you know, uh it just kinda came together. We started doing it at the beginning of uh twenty twenty and um uh, before the pandemic really you know, fought in. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a chance to go in the, in, in the studio and, and lay down some tracks and, and record the, the next album, which will be out uh, hopefully around June, um, and the first single will be out around uh, April. Um, so I got that that coming uh, coming along. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that, and uh, I'm just you know doing my same old thing uh, every day. You know, I, I can spent at home, I, I spent it, you know, trying to write um, music, you know, trying to come up with new riffs on the good and and uh, also I'm, I'm about to start my garden. Uh, so I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, you know. <laughs> well,
4: let this cold weather get out of the way first, man, I think, huh?
15: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's why I hadn't got out there and, and, and plied it up yet. I'm trying to wait till this these last little few cold days
4: get Yeah. Away. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, same here, kinda kinda doing the same. Uh, so, uh, what about performing live, Cedric? You got anything planned there?
15: Yeah, um, things are, are, are coming coming around. I, I did my first uh, show. Actually, was the third of, uh, no, actually it was the twenty fourth of March of last month. I actually did a live show, uh, and they, you know, they was, you know, they took the precautions of social distancing and all of that. Um, but I did it in Jackson. It was a private party uh yeah. for uh some politicians I don't know if they was Democrat or, or Republican you know. Yep. Yeah. But um uh, I, I did my first show there. I think it was about 150 people there and um I got a few more on the books uh coming up uh, April 17th I'm playing in Alabama um well, a place called Waverly Alabama. I'm doing a little festival there uh and then I got another one coming up in Jackson, Mississippi. Ridgeland, yep. I'm going to festival there, so yeah, the the live shows is starting to come back around.
4: That's cool, and not not far from us. So, have you missed that?
15: What uh, the live Ridgeland?
4: the live performance?
15: Oh man, yes, I I miss it a lot. Yeah, you know, uh, I really miss it a lot, and and you know, I don't know if other musicians feel this way. I, I would assume they do, but you know, the energy from the crowd helps me as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 like showing love to to each other. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I show love to them by playing my music and, and, and doing my best at that and, and they show love to me by showing me, you know, how much they're appreciated and yeah. and to see them dance, you know, that's something I grew up with, uh, you know, playing in the juke joints uh a lot is seeing people just dance and just, you know, forget about everything and just, just let it let it all out, you know, mm-hmm. and have fun. So I miss that and um, you know, getting back to the live uh, performances will will definitely make me feel feel good about it
4: well the the audience misses it as well i can assure you I, those that really love music also know there's no substitute for live music and and really just yeah, watching the right. <laughs> the incredible skills of of folks like you who Perform and and uh, deliver those sounds to us that just make us feel good, make us happy. And so I can say on this day of gratitude, we're we're grateful to folks like you that fill our world with great music.
15: Well, thanks, man. Likewise, I'm grateful for for folks like you, as yourself, man. <laughs>
4: That's awesome. Appreciate that. And uh, well, with these projects coming up and uh, that you're working on and getting back to uh, working. Uh, doing some live concerts and certainly one not far from here in Ridgeland. We wish you all the best on that, Cedric. Thanks so much for joining us today.
15: Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me.
4: You bet. Cedric Burnside. One of Mississippi's own, just one in a long line of fantastic musicians. We appreciate him coming on the show today on this day of gratitude. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. We've got Stacy Pickering, Executive Director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Stay tuned. The JT Show continues. <laughs>
3: This show was previously recorded.
5: Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twominintatruck.com.
3: At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at fillmorebuickgmc.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. you drive everything we do.
20: This Good Friday broadcast on Super Talk, Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Enjoy your holiday weekend and come see us soon. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601 956 1030.
17: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must like them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range
22: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Supertalk Mississippi hosted a day of gratitude Thursday. During an interview with host Paul Gallo, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman reflected on a visit with one particular
12: soldier who was recovering in a hospital in Germany. His leg was all shot up, and he was had it propped up and whatnot. And I went up to him, and I said, Son, how are you doing? Fine, sir. they treating you right? Yes, sir. Uh, everything going okay? Yes, sir so i turned to leave and i I just knew that that wasn't right you know and so i went back to him i said son are are you really okay and he said sir my men still need me i need to go back it just struck me as so poignant the devotion that some of our people, a lot of our, most of our Americans have for each other. And this could
22: be your lucky weekend. The estimated jackpot for tonight's Mega Millions drawing is $138 million. For tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot is up to $32 million. I'm Andy Davis.
30: Hi folks, this is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me. Call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource.
3: This message paid for by Will Primos.
0: This show was previously recorded. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, <laughs> <laughs> on to the real part.
12: Dino Mike!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi, Day of Gratitude on this holy Thursday. Appreciate everyone for joining us today. I think we're trying to get uh, Stacy Pickering on the line. He's the Executive Director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Still working on that. But in the meantime, what do you think, folks? It's it's been a good day. We've uh, we've stayed away from the negative we stayed away from all the challenges that are facing our country at this point we talk about that every day and we'll certainly be back on that here on the jt show but today we wanted to dedicate positive news and and the goodness in this country in the state and highlight so many good things being done by so many and i'm proud of the fact and and want to thank uh, alex payton our our uh, Director here that, that organized all of this for us, but what a great lineup we've had, and, and most importantly, what a very diverse lineup we've had, a, a spectrum of people uh, that represent our, our society here in Mississippi, our community. It's just been fantastic, and also very honored to have J.T. himself dial in and give us an update. We appreciate that. So it sounds like Rhino's giving me the thumbs up. We've got a Stacy Pickering, Executive Director, Mississippi Veterans Affairs, on the line. Afternoon, Stacey, how are you, man? And
23: hey, Gerard, doing great this fine, beautiful spring day. It is absolutely gorgeous here in Collins, Mississippi, where we are. Sorry for the connection. but No problem. Yes, we got through to you.
4: Yeah, indeed. So glad you could join us today and wanted to to first just find out how's it going there with Veterans Affairs and all of uh, your function and your activities, your scope in the state of Mississippi, given uh, the problems that have beset us with with COVID and the pandemic. I'm sure that's put some sort of special circumstances you've had to deal with, but you got a pretty good staff that's handled it well.
23: Well, thanks, Gerard. It, ha- it has been a, uh, a tough year, like a lot of folks, especially in the nursing homes, skilled nursing home business. You know, most folks do know we run four veterans nursing homes in Mississippi. Uh, we have 600 nursing home beds, uh, you know, great quality care for the men and women who served our country and wore our uniform. But uh, we've been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, just like everyone else has. And, you know, the good thing is we're are starting to feel like we're getting on the back side of it. Uh, 90% of our veterans that live in our homes have been vaccinated. Uh, So it's a great response, and that's allowed us today is actually the second day of allowing family members to actually get in the home for the very first time. So it's really apropos that on this day of gratitude that we could really be thankful that our veterans and their Sons and daughters, their spouses have been sitting in the dining room having lunch today. Uh, We've called it Operation Family Reunion, and it has been an exciting day uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow here in Collins. Next week, we will start opening up the home in Jackson for families to be reunited with their loved ones.
4: Wow. So have you witnessed any of those, uh, Stacey? What, uh, What has that been like? That's got to be a really special situation.
23: Well, you know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it really is. I, I've been in the dining room this morning with the family members and talking about the difficulty of being separated. And some of our residents, we've cried together today. We've talked about what what's net, the next step looks like. And you know, I had one daughter's like, "When can I pick Dad up? To take him to eat uh, out to get a burger, do yeah. a drive through." The next table, they're like, "Hey, Dad's lost weight because he had COVID." We want to take in the belt, buy some new clothes. When can we do? They're looking forward to the next step, and it's been that kind of conversation, just time and time again, to today. Uh, we've had uh, our first group, our first shift of family members come in uh, to have lunch. And now, right now, we're actually having the second dining of uh, the second group. That way, kind of phase back in. Instead of just throwing the doors open and overwhelming these guys, you know, they haven't had any visitors really in a year. And so this is kind of phasing it back into having people in the home, having family members here. And so uh, we look forward, in a week from now, being fully open again to regular visitation, regular hours, allowing our veterans to get on the bus and go to Walmart, go do their own grocery shopping, get out a little bit, and they've been really trapped for the last year just to get through this pandemic.
4: Yeah, and I know that it's, it's not probably widely understood that those veterans, many of which are confined permanently uh, to the homes, they really don't have a, a lot of interaction with the outside world, and, and to them that is their lives.
23: It is. You know, being able to make those little day trips, having family members and visitors come in, you know, it takes some point. One of the biggest activities we have is bingo um, uh, in all of our homes. And we have a daily bingo time. And groups from the VFW, we get uh, different church groups come in, and they'll run that bingo. They'll hand out door prizes and hmm. uh, prizes for each round. And the guys enjoy that, the interaction, but also, the, you know, a way to win a little money, a little win a little gift card sure. here and there, have a little fun with each other and it just brings back that social interaction that's been missing and so we're you know we're very grateful that this week is the start of us being able to reintroduce and bring that back into the lives of our residents
4: wow that's awesome what about uh my friend walter herbison with joy outreach ministries i I think he entertains the veterans at some of the homes does he not
23: you know he does he's one of our great guys he comes in and he will play that piano and entertain the guys and uh uh, matter of fact, I think he will actually be at the Jackson home next week for one of our days uh, for our family reunions there. And so we've got so many folks like him that give up their time, their talents to come in to entertain. Uh, we got a young uh, major from the Mississippi Army National Guard who's been here with us all day today playing acoustic guitar and just really entertaining the family members and our residents. And that's the first time we've been able to do that in over a year. So we're very grateful today that uh, the, the vaccine is here that 90% of our residents, over 65% of our employees have been vaccinated, wow. and more get vaccinated every week.
4: That That is awesome. So is it fair to say, Stacy, that in the early days when, when this virus was spreading around, that was a particular problem in the homes, given just the age and the fact that it's just very difficult to implement measures to uh, sort of combat the spread in those environments?
23: Yeah, Gerard, once the fact, once the, uh, COVID-19 uh, virus got into our home, just like every other nursing home, it spread rapidly because yeah. you've got a population that's at risk. But what makes us even different in the veterans' home, our population is 95% male. You know, the average wow. nursing home is predominantly female. And so this huh. virus affected men differently. But also, our guys tend to be a little sicker than the average nursing home yeah. because they've lived hard lives. They're service to our country. Uh, they've got multiple comorbidity issues they're fighting and struggling struggling against just on a regular daily basis. Uh, we had 115 of our veterans passed away from COVID-related illnesses or the virus itself. Wow. So it's been very difficult on our staff our residents to see their roommates, their hallmates pass away. Uh, so we're very thankful that the vaccines here were on the backside of this uh, pandemic. But I have pled and begged my family members, my neighbors, and other fellow Mississippians get vaccinated. Yep. Uh, I know, you know, we believe and want to believe. Maybe there's some grand conspiracy. There's not. This is about saving lives and getting life back to normal. And the sooner that we get all get vaccinated, the better. And I saw that with our guys who've been World War II veterans. I had one guy who literally said, "This is our D-Day." Hmm. This is our chance to beat back this virus that has rampaged this home and my friends and my family members. And I think testimonies like that from our veterans is why our staff has been so aggressive about getting vaccinated and encouraging their family members to get vaccinated.
4: Wow, what an insightful analogy! I I wouldn't have thought of that, but uh, from someone who served in World War II, uh, my suspicion is that that D Day's kind of point of a reference for everything in, in their lives after that—such a big deal—and so that what what a great way to frame that. That's that's interesting. Yep.
23: And so you know, dealing with this group of guys and, and men and women, uh, we do have women veterans who are living in our homes. But uh, one of the very first people I visited with at lunch this morning was uh, earlier today. He flew 30 missions over Europe in World War II wow. as a nose gunner on a B twenty four Liberator. I mean, the guy wow. has got great stories, uh, his recognitions and awards. But he's residing here at our home in Collins, and his old, two of his children, two of his four kids, could be with him today, and you know they're able to celebrate that but he was one of the first guys who rolled up his sleeve Gosh. and said, I want to get vaccinated. They're not scared of the vaccine. Awesome. They know that it's essential, and our staff knows in order to care for our veterans, they've got to be vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a story we've tried to tell everyone, that this is something we need to do for our neighbors and our family.
4: That is awesome. And, um, Stacey, there's, there's just not many of those guys left. we got about a minute and a half. There. There's not many of those World War II folks left, is there?
23: No, our World War II and Korea guys are passing quickly. Um, The gentleman I mentioned earlier is 98 years old. The biggest population of veterans in our homes and in the state are Vietnam veterans. And even those guys are starting to move up in age.
4: So so. it's uh,
23: making sure that we're caring for them, and they receive the honor the dignity that they deserve for their service to our country
4: Uh, absolutely we in man great message really appreciate you coming on the show today stacy happy have a
23: great to be with you thanks so much appreciate the super talk family
4: you bet stacy pickering executive director of the mississippi veterans affairs has been our guest really appreciate him coming on god bless our veterans folks we'll take a break right here final segment coming up on the jt show after these messages
17: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must like them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the
29: range.
25: I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy.
1: There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific.
21: Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please... Please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Supertalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team in the Biloxi Gulfport Pascagoula Market. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for five of the most well-known stations on the coast, Ole Miss baseball and football, great events like the Million Dollar Job Fair, 228 Awards, concerts and festival sponsorships, email your resume to jesse at supertalk.fm. That's jesse at supertalk.fm.
13: Reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday night starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
3: This show was previously
0: recorded.
17: Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear
0: it. Now, 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 back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi on this Good Friday Eve. Final segment, we're bumped into it with, in the heat of the night, Mr. Tibbs. That was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That was just awesome. The original movie and the series. Based, of course, in Spada, Mississippi.
2: Which I know Sparta isn't a real place, but if you are in the Magnolia State, uh, check your your weather. You might be getting a warning for a freeze warning. That's nuts. On April 1st.
4: It's not April Fool's. <laughs> They're crazy. being serious. Freeze warning. Wow. Well, we heard Cedric say he's not going to plow up the fields. Too cold. You know, I'd, I'm doing my spring planting. I'm not a gardener, but I'm a flower guy, so... Uh, it has, have been for 25 years or so. It's a big deal, but I'm kind of holding off on some of the more sensitive plants, a little fearful of the frost, but that's just weird. Never expected that. But it is uh, certainly the sun is shining. It's not raining, and it's not flooding. We We had our fill of that last year, so I'm grateful for that. And uh, so, and grateful for what looks like a pretty decent weather for the weekend and Easter Sunday.
2: Yeah, we did have a a little bit of localized flooding with that rain, that heavy rain that came through yesterday that yeah. wound up dropping the temperature. But uh, besides some, some county roads getting washed out and exposing some culverts and stuff like that, I, I remember seeing a couple fast water rescue uh, teams headed out in case they were needed, but I didn't see any need for them too much, so... Yeah. Good thing there.
4: Yeah. We've got some uh, some texts from our listeners. Thomas from Tupelo says, R.L. Burnside is a true legend, Hills Blues legend. Yeah. Cedric there. So, uh, also, I am grateful to, to have been blessed to live in a country with so many freedoms, high standard of living, and the ability to achieve goals that complete our lives. I pray that the next generations can have the same opportunities. That, too, on the ceasefire text line. I agree and if there's one thing that that I will continue to work for and towards it is to preserve those freedoms and the American dream and the opportunity for everyone to experience it if there's if there's nothing else, that's the underlying underlying cause that that I take seriously in our messaging and in our program and and I will forever be, uh, critical of that which I believe inhibits it, and I will always point out and praise that which I believe enhances those opportunities. That's that's kind of the deal here. So Ed from Aberdeen says, Gerard, I want to thank you and Rhino for what you guys do there every day. As we listeners are blessed to have you, keep up the great work. God bless you both. That's from Ed from Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Ed, appreciate that message. Thanks for taking a second out to send us that we are very grateful for our audience and our, our listeners and our viewers as well you guys make the show and it, it's been an honor for me to be part of the team and, and serving this role um, filling in for JT so grateful to have him uh, on the show today and it, it was clear he was tired but he worked through it and wanted to touch base with the audience and he did so and we're grateful that, um, that he's still kicking and 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 able to fight this uh, this disease that is ravaging him. But man, he is a fighter, and his story that he shared about his daughter and how she is taking care of him and that's just phenomenal. It's just fantastic, and I, I, so I'm I'm grateful when I see those kinds of relationships between fathers and their children. It's so critical to the strength, I believe, of our nation, and uh, he certainly personifies that. Uh, let's see. There's a Sparta, Mississippi, in Chickasaw County. That on the 662. How about that? we got to ask Will. He's from Chickasaw County. He knows every inch of Chickasaw County, best I can tell. So we're going to have to go ask him about that. Bubba wore boots because he wore white socks? How about that? Well, I think Bubba wore boots because a lot of... Law enforcement officers just wear boots. It's just more functional for them. There, that on the ceasefire tax line. Yeah, it's so. Thomas Arnold says there is a real Sparta, northeast Mississippi community near Houston. That would be Chickasaw County. What do you think? I didn't know that.
2: I mean, yeah, it's there. It wasn't the inspiration for the Sparta and in, in the other night? No, that think, Sparta is fictitious.
4: Yeah, but and I believe the television series, if I'm not mistaken, was shot the setting was a town in georgia yeah is that right
2: yeah and which is another fictitious southern place the dukes of hazard in hazard county georgia it's another one of those where they (laughs) they made one up based on the conglomeration of different
4: places very cool this has been a really neat deal today everybody i hope uh, you enjoyed it as much as we did Stay safe. God bless. We won't be with you tomorrow. We will return on Monday, Will, Rhino, and I. Have a happy Easter, everyone. Talk to you soon. God bless.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi Ah! Media Production.